life in the land of the ice and snow. My name is Heather, and I'm here today with Diego, and our guest is... Yelena. <laughs> Yelena. I like that you said it twice and then you forgot. But I think it's always difficult for English-speaking people. For some reason, they keep calling me Jelena. No, yeah, Yelena. I feel bad because it's not actually hard once you say what it is. It's like making the J into a Y sound for me. So Yelena. No, Yelena. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think it's confusing because you still remember how it's written and then you're like, yeah, G, G, no. If I I just met you without seeing your name written Mm. down, I probably would have remembered and gotten it down Mm. right. But that's that's okay. Nobody in Sweden says Heather correctly, so. How do they say Heather? Heater. Heater? Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. I'm not going to say it again. I'm not going to say your name again. So you're <laughs> you're originally from Serbia, right? Yes, yes. And how long have you been in Sweden? Uh, it's been like six years now. Six so, years, yeah. okay. So I came in 2013. All right, and what March brought... after winter, so that oh, was good. Oh, it's still not very nice in March. It's kind of no. dreary. I'd, I'd go for May or June if you want like the whole, wow, this place is great. But March is like, seriously, isn't it supposed to be spring, but it's not spring? Yeah, I didn't have a winter jacket. I expected oh. it to be a bit different. Oh, no. But yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I mean, I brought my winter jacket that I usually wear in Serbia, but that's like a May jacket in Sweden. So. <laughs> yeah. What's the temperature difference? It's uh, generally pretty warm, right? Yeah, it's generally pretty warm. We have winters there as well. Maybe like a couple of weeks of snow. Okay. But it's not as long as here. And right. I have a feeling that uh, <laughs> lately, uh, I don't know, the spring has been starting like earlier and earlier every year. So uh-huh. now in the beginning of March, it's already warm. End of March, it's like 20, over 20 degrees. Even now, it's quite warm. <laughs> every time I talk to my mom and dad, I'm <laughs> jealous. But isn't it very different from... Because you have mountains in... Uh, yeah, like the north part of the country is yeah. quite flat, so it's uh, like the country that's bordering Hungary. But uh, as you go more south, then it's more mountains. Then in the winter in the mountains, it's... Yeah, if you go, really, if you climb a mountain. Okay, climb, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we say mountains, it's not like really tall mountains, okay. but uh, maybe hmm. like, I don't know, 2,000 meters. Well, why did you move to Sweden? I have uh, relatives here. So um, I came to check it out, kind of. All right. Uh, then I found uh, then I Six found a job. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, then I found a job. Then uh, I met uh, a lot of people, and uh, I've decided to stay. Well, what are some of the things that you noticed that were different when you came, like culture shock type things? When it comes to negative things, it's probably the weather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to uh, positive things, it's uh, maybe how the whole system works in Sweden. I mean, I think in general, like in Serbia, life is much more chaotic. So if you need to reach from point A to point B, then it it can be difficult. But uh, here, for example, yeah, I was positively surprised by public transportation, for example. That functions Mm -hmm. quite nice. Where in Serbia were you from? I'm from like a place called Tatak. So it's maybe like two hours south from Belgrade. So it's not the capital. Oh, yes, please. Cha cha what? Cha cha. Cha cha. Was that it? <laughs> Isn't that a dance? <laughs> Almost. I'm you just add a, add a K at the end, so then, see, there cha- you go. One, one more time, because now I want to try. Cha cha. Cha cha. Perfect. Oh, oh, you're getting better. <laughs> see, I didn't see it written down, so that helped. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't fair. Why is this all on me? You should no, be just because you were saying that you couldn't pronounce her name. <laughs> That's why. Well, let's let's hear you. Yelena. 
Ja, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm happy, yeah. I'm happy. Okay. I have to say that. Okay, so I tried to do a little research on Serbia. What have you found? The coolest thing is that Nikola Tesla is, was, not is, was from Serbia. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty neat. And there's a Nikola yeah. Tesla museum, and that's where his remains are. So that'd be cool to go see. Have you ever been yeah. there? Yeah, I've been to the museum. But I think that they upgraded a lot since the last time I've been ah. there. But I think it's quite cool. It's especially cool if you're a kid. So then you get to try all the... Do they have the experiments? Yeah, they have the experiments. And, so you, oh, you get so cool. to try that. So I feel that's like when, really nice. When I was young and I used to go to museums, you know, you just looked at things. Although this is the first this and this is everything was behind glass. And I think it's so great that everywhere you go now, it's the museums have become more of an interactive experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that would be really cool. Yeah, I'd like no, to you, check you that out. You can enjoy it as well, you know, when you yeah. go. Oh, I do? <laughs> <laughs> Move aside, kids. I'm doing this. And let's see the other. I, I thought this kind of fit with October. The word vampire comes from Serbia. Yes, I knew that as well. I think like that's the that's the only word that we exported into other that's languages. What I read. So to yes, say. That, yeah. that was the only word. Uh, hmm. What is the word in Serbian? Yeah, vampir. Ah, vampir. Hmm. Well, it's like in Swedish. Oh, that's hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. So why does it though? Why why does that word come from Serbia? Do you know? What's the background on that? Well, I think, I mean, first of all, we are bordering with uh, Romania. Romania, yeah. Uh, and in this uh, region, both of Serbia and of Romania, this kind of like border region, there is like a minority of uh, people living there. Uh, I think they're called Vlasi. So uh, they are quite, um, let's say, more connected to the nature than most people are nowadays. Are so I, I think that this is uh, like where the legends about uh, vampires came from, I guess. Okay. That's my, I'm not saying that's a fact, that's my... Um, You're just supposed to be assumption. real casual and just go, oh yeah, that's because we're full of vampires, of no. course, obviously. That as well. <laughs> One more question, what is Baba Roga? Baba Roga, mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, something that uh, you scare kids with. Yeah? So, yeah, it's like a old uh, lady witch which is going to take you in case you're not good so that's uh, that's and when does this come up does this just come up like if you don't do your homework or if you like break a glass or something is this something that your parents you know i mean yell at you for or it's it's when you're really really small you know after that they start threatening you with the police <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, which one's yeah. scarier <laughs> But yeah. Baba means uh, grandma. Grandma, right? so rogaid, uh, rogit means like a horn. So oh. like a, a grandma with a, a horn. Grandma, grandma horn. Yeah. Mm. So I don't want to mm. encounter that. No. So <laughs> she comes and takes away bad children. Yeah. Then All you right. get kidnapped by her, and you don't see your mom and dad anymore. So yeah. All right. Just wanted to cover that. I thought it was a good, good October <laughs> thing to ask. Is that a nice uh, Halloween costume idea? Baba Roga. Oh, you could just dress up as an old lady and Maybe have a horn. Big horn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you guys celebrate anything close to Halloween or All Saints Day, Day of the Dead, anything like that? I think it became popular, but it's mostly like because of the 
TV uh, Western and, culture yeah. and TV, but <laughs> it's not really our thing. No, we don't have anything, anything like that. All right. Have you no. ever celebrated here in Sweden? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's yeah. more of a party thing. Like yeah, nothing. and it's more a little bit towards adults mm. most of the time for yeah, parties at true. least. But that is a good point because do you celebrate Christmas the same day that is celebrated in Sweden? No. We no? celebrate Christmas in uh, January. I mean, I, also, I'm usually okay. not here. I, I I travel home during Christmas time, so we celebrate it there. Have you ever been here over, like, the Swedish Christmas holiday? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, last so year. So what do you do when everything is closed? You go to the mountains and uh, you rent a stuga and uh, okay. enjoy your time there, basically. <laughs> Stock up on food, visit Istanbulaget. Um, yeah. All right, good plan. So it, it's, what, about January 6th or so? Uh, yeah, 6th is the Christmas Eve and uh, 7th is the Christmas Day. Okay, and what are some of the traditions that you do for that? Uh, I've seen so many different ones in so many different places. Yes, it's uh, quite different from what people have here. Mm-hmm. So first of all, uh, we don't have a traditional uh, Christmas tree Or we have it at home, but it has nothing to do with Christmas. It's more like a decoration thing and you can put presents under. Uh, but when it comes to Christmas, we uh, what we do on, um, how do you call it? It's not Christmas Eve, but morning of Christmas of 6th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so on 6th of uh, January in the morning, you go to the forest if you, if you can. And then you cut yourself a branch from an oak tree. In case you live in the city, you can buy it as well, <laughs> of course. <laughs> But uh, it's a cute little tradition I used to do with my uh, family. So we go to the forest, we cut this uh, this branch, uh, we bring a little bit of wine. So we drink some, we pour some on the tree to say thank you. Uh, and, <laughs> one uh, for me, one for yeah, you, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And uh, then you take this branch uh, home. So, you know, in uh, in the winter, oak still has uh, leaves, but they are kind of orange and very dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we do on Christmas Eve, uh, we take these branches. So like everyone in the city takes them. And uh, then we go to the church. And in front of the church, in the churchyard, you have like a big uh, bonfire. Uh, and we all come with these branches and we burn them. And uh, when you put your branch in this uh, bonfire, you try to like uh, shake it a bit. So you get as many spots sparkles from these uh, burning leaves uh-huh. uh, so we say uh, that the more sparkles you get uh, more health you will have uh, more love more prosperity and everything what's the i mean there has to be some sort of reason why you're supposed to have oak branches and i mean it must symbolize something from yeah it symbolizes mostly like health and prosperity for the family Uh, but when you think about it, uh, you know, I, I don't see even the reason for like um, Christmas tree, like traditional Christmas no, no, tree. No, of course not. So, you know, like I, I guess it's, I mean, I don't have like exact explanation about it, but it's uh, probably like some mixture of Christianity and pagan uh, tradition that That's we kind right, of blended like, in, in you know, one. And <laughs> We only take a branch. You people take the whole tree. <laughs> That's just wrong. You're right. But they burn yeah. it. We don't burn the trees. Yeah. yeah. Well, well afterwards. Yeah. You take it to recycling. Yeah, we do actually in Sweden because we use the old Christmas trees for the bonfire on uh, Valborg. On Valborg. No. Yeah. No, but I still Long think around. it's really cool because you know yeah. you. It's That's not. So it's not about the burning part. It's mostly that you know you're 
having this kind of walk there, you do this, then you meet a bunch of people around, you chit-chat. The fire is warm, there's usually some music, so it's uh, it's really nice. That's so mm. cool. I've never heard of anything like that. So. Yeah, it's it's uh, quite unique. Yeah. Do you guys have like winter markets and um... um yes, yes, not not in the sense here, but yeah, I think I think lately we've been having them much more. That's true. Do you have special winter drinks? Uh, yes, we have special drinks in general <laughs> <laughs> that we drink more in the winter or we actually uh-huh. um, uh, make it warm in the winter. Traditional drink in Serbia, it's uh, rakia. So it's a fruit uh, brandy. Um, it's I think the most popular is the one made from plums, but uh, mm. we, we ferment uh, anything, anything. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> so during the winter, like uh, what we do, we make... Uh, how we call it, a uh, chai, which is not uh, chai. So we are saying that we are making a tea, but there is no tea in it. So <laughs> basically, we caramelize some sugar in the pot. Then you add like uh, some rakia and the same amount of water. And uh, yeah, then you 50, drink it. 50. Yeah, pretty wow. much. Sounds I like good. that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's really, really nice. That, that'll definitely warm you up. Mm. <laughs> well, do you miss any foods from Serbia? That you can't find in Sweden or that just isn't good enough. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, the thing is that, uh, for example, I've, I went home recently. I was there like a few weeks ago. And it's just the tastes of fruits and vegetables. I think that's what I miss the most. Yeah. So like uh, the tomatoes I ate there a few weeks ago. And these ones that I buy here are like, it's really huge, huge difference between them. So I think I definitely miss that the most mm-hmm. than some dairy products. And maybe some dishes that my mom makes, uh, but uh, of course. yeah, that's uh, that's that's just because it, it's my mom. Yeah, you and she won't yeah. share the recipe, so you can't. No, <laughs> she shares, but you know, when she makes it for you, it's a different it's thing. Same. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I was gonna say maybe that's how that's her whole plan to get her back eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd move back, uh, you could have this more often. <laughs> Well, I wanted to ask one thing about the other, like when you vacation here, because you've been here six years now. Yes. So you take a, let's say a weekend trip, but now you go, not in the winter, I mean in the summer. Mm-hmm. Where would you go in Sweden? Like what do you do if you have a long weekend? In Sweden, uh, I have a sailboat. So wow. Okay. So nice. I, like every weekend <laughs> during the summer, my boyfriend and I, we are usually in the, in the archipelago. And in Serbia, then people go to the seaside, or what's the? I, I think I, it's I too far away. You're for, landlocked for just though, right? the weekend. Yeah, we are landlocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lakes or? Yeah, there are lakes and uh, there are mountains, rivers. So I think people usually take like a day's trip to a nearby mountain and stay there during the weekend. Okay. People do that most of the time. But did you did you sail before you moved here, or is it something uh, you took up no. in Sweden? No, neither of us did. So uh, we actually um, just decided to to buy a sailboat and without uh, knowing how to sail. <laughs> but that's how you yeah, learn. Yeah, how are you going to learn without the sailboat? <laughs> wow, <laughs> pretty much. Like we were on uh, one vacation in uh, in Sardinia, so we oh. stayed on a on a small sailboat there, 
and we loved it that much. So when we came back to Sweden, we found one on Blockit and uh, we just bought it. Maybe it was a rash decision <laughs> <laughs> because we could not uh, do anything with it. So I had to ask my, my colleague from uh, work to help us out <laughs> and to show us the ropes to show us what we need to do in order to wow. to sail. Okay, we could move it with the engine, but that's yeah, not the same thing. The same, no. uh, but yeah, since then, uh, little by little, we learned. Do so. you have to take like a sailing license here? Uh, no, you, it depends on the size of the boat that you have. Oh, so okay. if the boat is longer than 12 meters and wider than four, and it has to be both, uh, then you need a then you need a license. But <laughs> you know, now that you mentioned, because I have also friends that sail. And colleagues are saying, I've been, I've been trying to learn myself a little bit, but I realized like it's not very. Everything else is super controlled in Sweden, but the sailing, I never heard of anyone like, oh, someone got stopped by the police and didn't have a license. <laughs> like I never heard of that story. No, because most people, I think, they have smaller boats, so they don't really need licenses. But uh, I think police recently started stopping every now and then. It's mostly alcohol check. Not okay. so much the yeah. license check. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, uh, yeah. you do a U-turn, like, what is going to say, like, oh, it was the wrong way or something. <laughs> no, no, but the thing is that uh, I'm not 100% sure, but a friend told me that in case they catch you drunk on a, mm. on a boat, that you can lose uh, your driver's license, like, for the car. Oh, well, so, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. The thing, in, in other, at least my Spanish friends and my French friends, no matter the size, they still had to have a license to sail. I hear this is like, you can take it if you want the course, but you don't really need to. Mm. I mean, just driving, learning to drive in another country is hard enough. So yeah, I would, I would think there would be, it would be quite different. But maybe sailing is just something that's kind of similar in a lot of places. Well, how long did it take you to learn? I mean, the thing is, like, the boat that we started with is uh, like a small one, so it's perfect for okay. beginners. Mm. And uh, we learned in the matter of months, I think. I mean, learned to the point that we felt quite comfortable mm -hmm. on the boat. So it's basically to learn the ropes, you can take like a weekend course. And after that, it's up to you just to practice and uh, mm -hmm. try out different things. And of course, keep safety in mind at all times. Yeah. Well, Is your boyfriend Swedish? Uh, no, he's uh, French. He's French? Yeah. Because, you know, there's a way, there's a way to, to change the sail. Is it called? Uh, so yeah. in, 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 in Swedish, you say klart for slag. Like, mm -hmm. is when the... How, how do you two say it to each other? Uh, no, I mean, we always speak English to each other. Oh, so, <laughs> so what's, what's, yeah. the English, what's the English version? I, don't know I mean, when, uh, when we say that we are about to tack, so you have about to change to the... Okay. Uh, change the sail to the other side. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's in English. Because it would be fun to have it in French. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing is that he uh, he could not sail either before uh, before we bought this boat. So I think that uh, there are many expressions that he's not familiar with the in only, French. Yeah. So uh, the same for me in Serbian, for example. I don't know how to say that in Serbian, even though it's my uh, my mother tongue. But I still know yeah. how to say it in English because that's how I learned it. <laughs> But I think that's, uh, I have a lot of things in Swedish that are like that. If it's something I never researched or did when I lived in the States, then I only know the Swedish words because mm -hmm. I never had to use True. English words. A lot of medical procedures and things like that. And, I mean, I didn't really get into that. And then I come here and I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to have this. Well, what is that in English? I don't know. Something <laughs> with a throat. Uh. <laughs> this is, mm. this is a test. Did we do already a test about the birthday song 
in another podcast. No. No. Maybe okay. Both of you. This is a, this is a good because you've been here six years. Boyfriend is French, so it's not Swedish. But you've sang the happy birthday song in Swedish. Mm, yes. What mm-hmm. about you? Yes. Hitler, yeah. Yes. You know that I. Hitler has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So it says, "Yamo Holiva, Yamo Holiva, Yamo Holiva," and then what does it say after that? Up till hundred years. Vi ska han leva ut i hundred So what, what does that what does that mean? Until he's 100 or something. Oh, okay. So you got it right. I got it super wrong. What did you think? Because I kept singing (laughs) 800. So I I was thinking... 800? I mean, I've been here 10 years and I sang it like... I learned this last year. Wow. Okay. Okay? So it was nine years I kept singing. And then until I asked... I think it was my girlfriend or someone at... Like my girlfriend was like, why do we sing 800? Like it's such a random number. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, you sing... I want you to live 800 years. So like, no, it's <laughs> ut i hund, but you never use that. You never yeah, use the true. ut right, i right. thing. Oh. No. True but you ask around, I'm not the only one. Because I've mm-hmm. asked and some people have thought it's 800. It's like when mm-hmm. you learn just a song that everybody sings as a child, you always just make up your own lyrics. And that happens when it's something yeah. like that. Like, I, I never stop to ask anybody because once you quit singing happy birthday, it's time for cake. And, and then I forget, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I have no idea what I just said. Or And you never read the lyrics. No, like, it's not yeah, like it's the, not that so, kind. It's only a song that you hear yeah. all the time. And it's everyone, like, off beat a little bit. So it's always, like, hmm. badly done. Do you know there's more verses to that song? Really? Yeah, but I don't remember them, but I've heard it a couple of times. Some people go further. Oh, I think it's really horrible, actually. It's, but if he does live, now I feel like i got to look that up. Yeah, but it's something like, <laughs> if he does live, we need to kill him with a knife or something. Yeah, it's something, something awful. What? Yeah. No. Man, I'm sorry, i got to look it up. Yeah, oh but it, it is something like that. And then in Skåne, when they finish, here you do four times, hurra, I think. Uh, yes, four times. And I think in Skåne you only do three. And I learned that the wrong oh. way as well. When I was in Scone, and I was that? hurrah, hurrah. And I was the only idiot doing the last hurrah. <laughs> because, <laughs> of course, I learned the Stockholm version. Well, of course, because that's the right version. <laughs> well, tell the Skåninger that. <laughs> How did you meet then your boyfriend? Uh, we met through Couchsurfing. But in, in Stockholm? In Stockholm, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Like a meetup? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly about how it is now, but uh, at that time, uh, Couchsurfing had a, like a really big community. So there were some events that are that were happening all the time. So I think even nowadays you have Wednesday beers or Friday beers or hikes or pancake nights or I don't know, like <laughs> different kinds so of things. What is it? Culture? Couchsurfing. Couch surfing. Oh, Couchsurfing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's how, how we met. We met at one of these events and that's how I met most of my friends, actually. It's uh, it's very very special, and I'm very grateful actually for for that thing to that exists. I was in couchsurfing, I think, like three years or something. Mm. Then I never went to. I knew I I saw that the events were happening, but I never went to the events. I was only hosting. No, we were going events. quite often, and sometimes it would happen. I think once it happened that it was like eighty people in a wow. bar. Wow! Uh, <laughs> all of them couchsurfers. Uh, so that was uh, quite quite impressive. But the thing is that. You know, you meet people that are just passing by, that are traveling. Uh, but, you know, in time you get to meet people that are actually staying here, working here, and then you meet them again, and then you meet them again. And then after a while you just start going out, uh, you know, separately from these events. Yeah. 
So that's how I met most of my friends. But did you did you ever surf as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. I surfed. Okay. Um, I don't know in Austria mostly. But in, oh, but not Italy. in Sweden. No, not oh, in okay. Sweden. Hmm. I never did that. You never did that? No. It's after your would have been a good time. idea though. Yeah. I always wanted to travel and meet people and have places to stay, but I mean it was before the internet. So. <laughs> Almost before the, oh, yeah. you were oh. doing this, <laughs> you had to call people. Like, yeah, it was a phone directory, not a online yeah. site. But I mean, surfing. I have a lot of friends from not in Sweden, but mm. when I surfed, I kept a lot of friends from that as well. So no, it, it is a nice. It's community. it's so nice. Yeah. Because okay, it's not about just sleeping at somebody's place. Maybe it was more important when I was a student and I didn't have uh, my my salary. Yeah. But now it's okay. I I can afford to stay somewhere, but it's still quite cool to stay at somebody's place because then you get to go out with that person, or you know, not just sightseeing. But it happened many times to us that our host would take us to their friends to some mm-hmm. parties. Uh, so that was really, really nice. Then you get to meet, uh, not not just to see the city, but also meet like people who live in that city that you're visiting. So it's quite cool. Okay, so a new thing I've mentioned on the podcast is that I'm following this Reddit group called Swedish Problems. Okay. Mm. So uh, I think it's also good for us expats to know what irritates the Swedes and what is how you're becoming Swedish if it starts to irritate you as well. (laughs) So I took a random one um, today, and this one translated. This person's Swedish problem was, you've pressed the button at a crosswalk and are waiting for it to turn green when someone else comes up, thinks that you have not pressed the button, Mm -hmm. and therefore presses the button themselves. (laughs) Then you have to stand next to them and wait for it to turn green while you know they think you're stupid and can't push a button yourself. (laughs) I could relate to that. (laughs) <laughs> but would you risk it and not press it? I have been in that situation where I actually stand there and think, should I reach across and press it because it doesn't look like it's lit up? Or is that going to look rude? Yeah, and then sometimes it irritates me if I have pressed it and then somebody just walks up without even looking and presses it. It's like, yeah, I knew that. I'm... <laughs> but it's how do you know if it's lit? Well, the, usually you can see it, but yeah, in some kind of lighting, sometimes mm-hmm. you can't really see very well if it's lit, especially if it's in the but summer. Does it lit the, the box? Yeah, it's supposed to light up the box. It's a little orangey, I've but it's not that never strong. I thought of that. Okay, you have okay. to look oh next time. Uh, you think for you, <laughs> No, no, I'm, think, I'm thinking because when you, when you click it, I think, twice, then it starts the... Um, the clicking sound, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that, then I know they clicked. So, but if it's not... Then I click. That's right, because, uh, uh, yeah, when you push the button, most of the time it'll make a little noise, Beep. but then it doesn't yeah. always. And mm. so you're like, is it broken? Should I push <laughs> it again? Do I look stupid? Mm-hmm. And it's just this whole social thing of how do I act when there's other people around? Do I push it again? I remember waiting the subway. It was a few years ago, and the subway train moved in, and the doors didn't open. And I was starting to freak out because it's like, I, I have to go. I'm going to be late. And then somebody just strolled up and looked at me 
and then just reached out and pushed the little <laughs> button with my door. And I'm like, I didn't know they did that. They always just open. So I felt like an idiot. And that's kind of a little bit like the crosswalk thing. It's so embarrassing if you're standing there and then the other person comes and pushes it and it changes right then. Like it was all them, even though it was just a coincidence. You just keep your finger on it. But I don't want to. I mean, how many fingers have been Use on gloves. that? Gloves, yeah. Or bring a handkerchief and you put it on. I should, I should. Or a white glove, you know. <laughs> and then I just put it on before <laughs> and then I touch it and I, I take it off and deposit it into a bag. Or That's the thing. During winter, I'm constantly wearing gloves all the time, even on the days that it's not that cold, because I feel like it's my germ protection for the subway. So I don't have to touch the mm. poles on the subway and the bus because I just... People are touching that and they're sick. <laughs> but it doesn't matter what I do, how well I eat or wearing gloves, because I swear they will walk right up and sneeze in my face <laughs> and oh, just yeah. keep on walking. What am I supposed to do about that? Maybe we should start wearing one of those like masks. Like, I, it's like really a good idea. Yeah. yeah, I understand why they do. It just you could pull that off, I think. Yeah, you think I'm a um, kind of a I can get that mask look going? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. She doesn't, she doesn't have the nice backpack anymore, but she used to carry a Minecraft. You know Minecraft? Yeah, yeah. She used to carry a Minecraft. It was a little backpack. animal backpack. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and then my hat. I keep forgetting. I lost I all of my winter hats. I, I'm trying to find my winter clothes now, and I can't find my hats except for one hat, which is a bear hat mm-hmm. with uh, two little bear ears. And I forget that I'm wearing that because I just had to grab a hat. <laughs> and then I go a place, I go to a restaurant and try to order something, and they're like, ah, your hat, you're cute. They're like, oh, and it's like, oh or yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you're right. I could probably pull off the mask, but it would have to have something funny exactly. drawn on it. Yeah. I think it's usually when you meet someone, the language that you meet in is mm. generally the one that you stick with yeah. the most. Yeah, I think so. But it is nice to have extras because then you can have a secret language that not everybody knows. Yes. Do you know what I want to learn? I want to learn uh, sign language with my girlfriend. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, then you can talk really across cool. the room exactly. at a party. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter because if, if we speak Spanish now, a lot of people understand Swedish, everyone is English, so we're, we're screwed. But you mm. could do Serbian with your... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm. That's like niche But the thing enough. is that, uh, you know, you will find Balkan people everywhere. So mm. there's, it's always going to be someone who's going <laughs> to understand what you're saying. That's the thing. Uh, we've gone to... Texas a few times and every once in a while you'll hear someone speaking Swedish mm-hmm. yeah. and you know that they think nobody can hear them and we just keep our mouths shut and eavesdrop on everything they mm-hmm. say. But I did that mistake when I moved here. I was on the subway on the phone. This is 10 years ago. And I kept you saying, like, talking about people around me, you know, like, <laughs> no. oh, look at this guy. He's so fat. Oh, look at this girl. She's so hot. And then at some point, oh my God. someone tells me, like, you know that? A lot of people in Sweden understand Spanish. Maybe they don't speak it, but they understand like half of them, maybe. So I'm like, shit, it was too late. Tips? I think we got some good tips with the couch surfing and the don't use your other language to talk on the subway. Exactly. <laughs> if you're going to say bad things about people. And buy a sailboat? Yes. Buy a sailboat. That's... You don't need to know how to sail or anything about sailboats. You'll learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you pick it. If you don't learn, you drown. So it's no, a pretty that, good that, motivator. No, but that's seriously our best decision so far. Does the season end now? Yes, uh, this weekend for us. This weekend. We're gonna okay. take the boat out. 
What do you yeah. put the boat when you take it out? Do you are you like members of a boat club or something, or do you bring um, it to where you live? No, no, it's not so easy to transport a sailboat really because okay. of the keel under the boat. So uh, it, motorboats are much more e- easily transported. Uh, but uh, yeah, on the land, just in, the, in our marina, so where there is a parking during the summertime, it's a uh, boat parking during the wintertime. So that's what you'll be doing this weekend. Yes, very <laughs> exciting, really. It, and it's probably going to rain. I'm really sorry. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> oh, I had, I had one tip. I finally went, uh, Monica and I actually went to that new newish Mexican restaurant. You went without me? Yes, because you weren't available. This is when we were going to record a podcast last week. Wow. But we are very happy to go back. It's called Chelas. It's, right? Is that right? And it's uh, near Hornstuhl. It was so good. We had chili relleno. It was very good. People are super friendly. I think when I read about it, it's like somebody from San Diego and two people from Honduras and... I don't know, mm-hmm. but it was like it. they've got soft tacos, and then they it's not just what's on the menu on the website. They seem to change it slightly. Mm-hmm. They have margaritas. It was fine, but it's Swedish fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, <laughs> you go to Texas and you pay a dollar and you fall asleep after one. <laughs> that was not the case here, but it was it was fine. But what else did we have? Oh, they have um, they have a really good salsa, red salsa, and then they have. On the menu, they have a green salsa that's tomatillos and tamale, avocados. But it is so hard to get tomatillos here that yeah. he said, look, I'm really sorry, but I can't serve you that for just the dip with the chips mm-hmm. because uh, we don't have enough tomatillos and we need to save those for the main dishes that actually use them. Mm. But he promised me that the next week they would have a better supply. So Chelas, it's by... By Hornstuhl. It is super good. And I almost think maybe I shouldn't say that here because they're too good and I don't want it to be crowded. <laughs> so we have to go again. Any 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 Serbian restaurants? That yeah. you know? is, are there any in Stockholm? Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah? I mean, I cannot say that I'm visiting them really <laughs> often. Do you know any? Um, no. No. I mean, I, I mean, I know I know where they are, but I cannot <laughs> tell you like the the names really. Okay. No. Just like that, I cannot remember. It's mostly like th- those that I know about are like some south from Kvarholmen and uh, you know that oh, that area okay. that I know mm-hmm. about. I can recommend a nice burek place. It's not really a restaurant, but it's more like a burek place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and where so is that? it's it's in Barkabi. Um, ah, okay. And uh, they have a really nice uh, burek and all the other pies with cheese and spinach mm. and. Uh, Sweet pies as well. So where in Barkaby? Just in the centrum there? Yeah, or? it's quite close to the centrum. Mm-hmm. It's not really like in in the centrum centrum, but uh, in in one of these new buildings there. So you can check it out. It's called uh, nice. Take a Burek. So, yeah. Okay, that is a good tip. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. So back into the cold and rain. <sighs> Yay. Yeah. It's not that cold. No, it's not that cold. No, That's it's true. not that it's cold. Okay. It's just like mm. when, when it's raining, then it's just, I don't know, it's miserable. It's, yeah. it's cold in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> and <Right>. on that, <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.